Previously on the Lito Podcast. Let's welcome Corinne. Yay! Thank you, thank you. Corinne K. She's just always very grounded and so calm in that calm, peaceful voice. She told me, then um, the work in this format, in this room, has come to an end. Of course, the work that you're going to do is never ending. We yes. will never stop learning and growing. And Corinne was like, no, let's just put a smiley next to it. And then, and then she said, um, when our work is done, you're going to look at these two pages and you're going to realise that every problem is transformational for you oh. and every problem has been resolved and it's going to be so nourishing and so good that you would actually smile upon it. And that really came true. Corinne, thank you so much because everything that thank was written that. on the two pages... <laughs> Really transformed my life. The moment I saw her, I just felt very drawn to her. Yeah, yeah. Tell us, tell us how I just like want to nien, you know, like <laughs> I just found myself like sticking next to her. <laughs> what are your thoughts around uh, aging gracefully and so that uh, we bring we 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 welcome it more, we lean into it more than um bringing a sense of fear or resistance or keep thinking that our best years are already over. Right. Okay. So I'll I'll start from thinking that our best years are all already over. Mm. Okay. Then it's over. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> if this is what you are, you fear about, stay fearful. Stay fearful. You have to go through the fears, go through your sadness or anger or whatever feelings you have. You got to go through it and make friends with it. Once you are friends, you are friendly with your emotions. You will find a way. Being happy is really, really just to be thankful mm-hmm. for your being. A human being, you can have a, a very rich mental side, a very rich physical side, but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily make you a complete, a wholesome person. Mm-hmm. You got to remember to be spiritual. Yes. So the spirituality is the being. Yeah, I was you, telling I was yeah. telling Corinne earlier that um, you know our how to human framework uh, behind uh, my teachings yeah. it used to be two prong right which oh, is yeah. mental hygiene and emotional resilience so those were our two prongs but uh, lately I've been thinking that these two prongs are not enough we need a third prong which is the spirituality Spiritual. side yes. the woo woo side right mm. which is why I got into like the dosha cycles yeah. the dharma paths and the purpose and things yeah. like that and yeah so you brought that up, which is the wow. spirituality on being. And I had a brief discussion with uh, Corinne earlier and she was saying that this spirituality is almost like the glue. Yes. Yeah, you want to tell us more about that? Okay, so you just imagine a person has a lot of money. Mm. So you just, well, you know, I will tell you, I have clients in the past, like CEOs, mm. like companies sold to like um, public listed, you know, and, and they have nothing to do anymore. Mm. But they still need to go with their suits every day with a driver in their limousine. And they end up in botanic gardens, sitting on the bench for three hours, four hours, or coming to my office for two hours. Because they are doing this like like the motion, you know. Mm. They so can't just you, stay at home. Yes, and you enjoy keep their life. That you keep thinking mm. because there's no spirituality. So they keep thinking happiness is being able to make money, work hard, just go and troubleshoot and go get as many problems as possible, as many dramas you can get in the daytime. Mm. And in the nighttime, you go back, you don't talk to your family, you eat your food and whatever, and then you go to bed. Mm. And then, yeah, you may be healthy. Mm-hmm. But in your mental state, it's not that you're not healthy mentally. Mm. It's because you are insufficient. Mm. Something is missing. Mm. Something is missing. And you have to connect this mental body with spiritual. Why? When you go like meditating or when you think about your being or when you think about thoughts, when you think about your body, you know how to connect your body to your heart, your feeling. Or you connect to your higher self. Some mm. people call it God. Mm. So you connect. 
And when you find a connection, you feel very happy. Yesterday, I was going out to my house. It was raining. And my daughter-in-law said, Mommy, you have to bring an umbrella. I said, no, I won't bring an umbrella. I was being cheeky and I said, I won't bring an umbrella because I know when I get out of the house, the rain will stop and it did stop. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> and she was like telling me on the Crazy. phone, she, she messaged me and, she, and I said, yes, the rain stopped. Mm. Wow. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> yeah. so literally, she stopped the rain from happening. She's yeah. even more powerful than than us. You know the Xianggu. And this reminds me of something when I brought my kids out. They were young, and Charlotte was one of them. And it was raining. Mm. It was like dogs and cats, mm. and they were like, "I mean, it looks like you know they, we, when we get to the car, we're going to be so wet." Mm. I said, "Don't worry, just eat." Because when we get out, the rain will stop. And it did stop. Mm. And, and the I, thing is, even if the rain didn't stop, you would have enjoyed it too. Right? Yes. And I would have told my kids like, okay, let's have some ice cream, you know. Mm. Because rain didn't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, you have to that. think positive, no? Yeah. And okay. that little thought like yesterday that the rain stopped, for me, is spirituality. Yeah, I was, I was about to ask you, what yes. is spirituality? So, spirituality is when you can talk to your higher self, you know, is your mm. being, the higher self. All of us come with our higher selves. We don't only have a head, pair of ears and two hands and limbs and, you know, a body. Mm. We have a connection. Mm. Some people call it conscience. To something beyond the physical. Right? Yes. Mm. You know, and all of us. And okay, the woo-woo stuff is that you have a goddess in you, you have a god in you. But you do. Mm. Mm. And these are the helpers you have mm. when you ask for something. Yeah, mm. seek guidance, right? Yes. When are you at your higher self? When do you find yourself at your higher self? Oh, anytime. Anytime. You yeah. have access to that. Yeah, anytime. Right. Anytime when I feel that there is a need for something, mm. Mm. then I will just ask for it, you know? It's like when, I, when I'm when i thirsty, I go get some water. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah? Right. So, when I feel like some days I, you, I feel a bit slow or mm. a bit sluggish, mm. And I, I talk to my higher self. Right. And I think about some, whoa, some, like what you just did, that music, you know. Mm-hmm. And then something, something Th- different will come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this music is powerful. Yeah. You yeah, can anytime. access your higher yeah. self. Yeah, you can. Mm. There's no like better time or, or mm. okay, your higher self can sometimes be your enemy also, right? Because you can always go into some kind of weird negative thoughts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, like let's say your neighbours. They're used to, uh, I don't know, pounding chilies in uh. the afternoon then you're taking a nap, right? Uh. Mm-hmm. Instead of believing that they're doing it because they're napping and they want to wake you up, yeah. probably you can think of another way of thinking. Yes. And I can tell you miraculously, this pounding will stop. Uh. Like not every day anymore, but mm. some... Like probably the pounding will be like after your your nap or something, but something will happen. I need to solve this because my neighbor loves to smoke. Oh, right next to our balcony where we hang out clothes. Okay, right. so okay. I've been very troubled by it. Yeah, but this kind of case, the, the smoking. Maybe he'll move out. But no. He just moved in. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not that. It's the pandemic. He'll smoke more. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. How do I resolve this? Uh, go tell talk him. to my higher self. No, no. This one you must talk to him. <laughs> I love that. Corinne always drops those kind yeah. of like surprise replies. Might like, drop oh, one. Yes, might drop. You got to yeah. talk to him, okay. not your higher self. Right. Doesn't work, ah, Rebecca. Yeah. I thought yeah. you thought everything talk to your higher self. <laughs> yes, Actually, sometimes yes. it's talk to your neighbor. Yes, yeah. Cor- Corinne will give you the reality check. One. Oh, yeah. I love it. She man. don't just woo woo all the way. One. Yeah. I really yeah. love it, man. Okay, can I ask? Right, mm. does this question mean anything to you? Right, what is the meaning of life? Because a lot of our Xiaomaos are lot of people questioning, are, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Not just our Xiaomaos. Yeah. 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 They ask, why am I here? Yeah. Mm. Right? Life. When someone asks me, what is the meaning of life? I'll just tell them, that's what you are going through now. Mm. So actually, all of us, we have, we have the power to write our own life. Okay, not everybody is uh, fortunate to be in a podcast like this mm. to understand. Mm. So many people... The time when they are born and the, the way they are being brought up is already in a cycle that has been repeated. Mm. And not everybody has that opportunity to learn. Mm. But the people who had the opportunity to learn, 
you see they some some names I don't take the big names okay you will take some people that you know in your life mm. they made it in life because they wrote their own life they wrote their own story mm. I have known people who are who are not educated born not educated but they somehow along their way and along the way they had opportunities that they grabbed mm. you know you just basically you just have to go and look for your own gems and pebbles mm. you know go and experience everything good bad or ugly is fine mm. Mm. good bad ugly is just adjective words mm. you know you just have to experience and see go eat mm. chili and you know it burns your mm. tongue just eat lesser of that you know just right experience so do you think that is useful to think of a question like what is my purpose in life because i think that this question cripples a lot of people okay it makes them think that oh there is a designated path i need to go right yeah no the thing is a lot of us like even me when i was younger i always believe that Oh, the teacher said you have to do like this, like this. The GPS, everybody has written it for you. It's not necessarily true. Mm. You just have to just live your life. Mm. So, what does live your life mean? Some people may say living my life means uh, do this, and the other one, depending, uh, maybe you are from another country, you do that. But that doesn't mean they are they are living lesser or or better. Right. As long as you are able to take accountability for your being present in this universe in this space that you are occupying mm-hmm. unless you are un- unfortunate to be born and needing a lot of help mm. otherwise you can help yourself right. love that answer that's very powerful how do you become a coach yes. a life coach <laughs> because because in your very storied life yeah. you have had many twists and turns right? Yeah. right I know something led to you becoming a life coach okay. yeah so very simply put Since young, I always wanted to be a mother, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be a teacher. And my father said, "Teacher, no, you will die very poor." <laughs> Because at that time, during my era, you know, teachers, the best thing that they could have was the school, like year, end of the year or <laughs> the end of the term holidays. Yeah. But other than that, they brought home very little money. Mm. And I was very maternal from a very young age. Mm. I must say, I have been very blessed. Looking for what gems I could find in my life because from my from my experience, when I found the gems, it's very funny. You get five gems. These five gems will attract another six gems. Mm. But if you don't pick up any gems, you don't know what gems are. Mm. Yeah. So it was multiplied, and I was very 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 blessed, and I wanted just to be a mother. Yeah. And I was. I was lucky and that I had, you know, I have got four kids, mm. and after the kids, who can I be a mother to? Aww. And I believe that I can, I can help many, many people with my stories. Mm. Yes, I can't help them with my hands, mm. I can't help them with my head, mm. but I can help them with my stories because I wasn't born privileged like everybody. Mm. Privileged background, yes, but that doesn't mean that you're privileged in everything. Yeah. That it doesn't mean that your your privileged family come first. No. So I always wanted to be that person, guiding someone, helping someone, or not helping. I would say touching the life of another person. Yes. You know. Yes. So I continue my my journey touching lives. So what, did people often like your friends go to you? To ask for advice, you talk know, to me, Corinne. Yes, I used to have that, you know, when when we had the, the old telephone with yeah. the, with the the cables. Yeah, <laughs> like every night I would get friends talking to me. Uh. Oh, what, what, what? Then I would entertain them. Mm. Mm. And later on, I realized why. And I'm not good as a person that you have for tea, mm. because uh-huh. over tea. I'm not interested to go give a big talk to four or five people about life. Mm. You know, I, I I can't solve their problems with mates mm. and you know that kind of stories <laughs> or husbands that don't come home. You know, right? But I am okay if somebody contacts me one to one. I will be I will be happy. But from a very long time ago, if I had to repeat a situation. Mm-hmm. A story and telling you, oh my God, you're telling me the same story again. Mm-hmm. If I have to repeat, I would, 
I would have dismissed them, you know, yes. in inverted commas. Yeah. I would be like, okay, don't call me until I call you. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> yeah. So coming back to that question. Yeah. So I would always like to touch lives. But I don't go around plodding around along in my life to go touch lives like Kepo, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I only am accessible to somebody who comes to me and say, I need someone to listen to me. Yeah, mm. yeah. And so, for me, listening skills, I'm very blessed with very, very, very good listening skills. Mm. Yeah. I can listen. After I listen, I tell you stories. Mm. And then, from my stories, I think then you can... You can attest to that. That from my stories, you can pick out which part of my story can apply to you. Mm. Because I am so colorful. Mm. I have had experiences in here, there, everywhere. I've done crazy stuff and you know, but I'm happy. Mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't change my life for nothing. Yeah. Mm. Because I just feel so strongly that this life has to be lived this way. Yeah, you wouldn't change a thing. No way. Mm. Mm. But I still have to say that I'm so happy doing this work. Mm. Now it's not face-to-face anymore, but, yeah. but there's a screen. Mm. But still I'm face-to-face with a someone, just that someone cannot touch my face. Mm. That's it, you know? Mm. But still, the work goes on. Do you, I, do you remember the day where you decided that you wanted to help people in such a professional manner? You, you can't remember? Oh, it was, no, no, there was no. a car accident, you know, right? You, you, you were yeah, in a car accident. You fell into, the, into ditch. the ditch. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those were just moments that I, I would come up with, you know, that I, would, I wanted to do this and do that. But I will tell you that I wanted to help people also because I think to myself, I have done like really, really crazy stuff, like going down in the ditch, you know? <laughs> yeah. And... I say to myself, maybe that's like a a message that I'm getting right. from the universe. Right. That Corinne, like you play hard. I work hard, I play hard. I mm. at that at that juncture of my life I was playing very hard. Mm. And then I said to myself, Okay, it's about time that I'm going back to school. I okay, so many people would think, okay, you want to be a coach, you go back to school and well, coaches make the fees are quite expensive for most people, right? Mm. But I have to tell you, I started free, free of charge. Mm. Mm. I started pro bono with everyone. Mm. Wow. I had my own coach, my own therapist, uh-huh. and she told me, she she's a professor from the school I came from, Swinburne, and she told me, she said, you are doing something that's not good at all mm. by not charging. Yeah. Oh. The energetic exchange, right? Yes. There isn't an exchange. Yes. And she said that when you don't charge, mm. you are not doing any work for anyone. Yes. Mm. But I knew that I was doing. Mm. And she was right. Mm. I was doing what I was going to do, what I was doing, but the one being done to mm. was not giving me... Anything what, back. Yeah, yeah, what you Because need. The, the energy was missing. Yes. It's not an exchange. It's one-sided. Yes. Mm. And the day that I thought that I was going to be a professional coach yeah. was the day when I started charging. Oh. Because for me, for me, all the while, I was just doing it to like give back society, yeah. give back to society. Yeah. The, the first time when I decided to, to like up my game and stop my, my games, like playing and going out and all. Mm. And I had so many people I would go out with and did a lot of even like therapy work without calling them therapy because I wasn't coached at all at that time. Mm. Right. But I just, I just did it. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm. I just did it, and I just told myself, okay, if I have to charge, then now I call myself, I label myself as something, right? Mm. How long have you been coaching? Wow, probably twenty years. Wow. Yeah. So, what is your jam now? Like, like for me, I love to do mindset work, lots of mindset work. Uh, so, what kinds of uh, coaching topics do you love? Like, who do you love to help the most? What kinds of clients do you like to help most? Well, I don't have a preferred. Mm. topic mm. but for me I feel that it's very important to have to build and to understand ourselves yes. so the first relationship is to ourselves yes. so I am very strong believer that a person a human being in order to live in order to enjoy the life they have first to find out 
the relationship they have with themselves. Yes. Mm. Yes, I remember this is this is one of the biggest lessons that Corinne taught me during our sessions and it came right at the very, very beginning of our time. It was when she told me and I didn't believe it. She said that I didn't have a relationship with myself. Mm. Like she said that, do you know that you don't have a relationship with, with yourself? Like, like when I was supposed to write my journal entries, I was supposed to address the entry to myself, like to another person as if that person is out of me. Like a little Dan, remember? Little like there's a Dan, big Dan yeah. and, and there's a small Dan. Dan. Yes. Like, do you have a relationship with the small Dan? Can you talk to small Dan? And I'm like, what kind of shit is this? Like, what do I have to talk to my small Dan? What small Dan? <laughs> you know? And and uh, when, and then Corinne was saying that, imagine, right? Like, um, she asked me to draw these circles because we did art therapy as well. So she asked me to draw circles. And at first she said, you can draw anything you want, Dan. This mm. is a blank canvas. Draw anything you want. You feel like expressing. So... Me being me, I just like, mm, okay, I'm just going to draw a lot of circles, like polka dots, I like polka dots. So I drew a lot of circles, big and small, on the canvas. And then that was when she looked at it and she explained to me, she said, wow, a lot of circles. Some, a couple of them are overlapping. Some of them are all siloed. And then there's one very small one at the corner. Okay. And, then, and then she said, so if, if you were to use these circles to represent someone in your life, how would you represent them, right? So I said, oh, this one is my ama. Of course, my ama was a bigger circle, yeah. right? And then this is my mom, this is my brother, this is what. And then when it came to the smallest one in the corner, it was me. It was almost like a full stop. It was like a Japanese, <laughs> it was like a jihau. Like, it's not a dot, it's a jihau. But it's very small in the corner. And then I would say, yeah, then, like, like you are so far away from yourself, you're so small, you don't see yourself, you don't have a relationship with yourself. And she was saying that, if you take away everything that you define yourself, your identity construct, because I was very into, like you say, those CEOs, very into the doing, the motion, the accolades, the tangible things, yeah. the flashy cars, the clothes I wear, you know, all the doing, doing. She said, if you strip away, if I strip away all these things, mm. right? All these things, what do you have? So I said, oh, I have my relationships, right? So I said, relationships are so important to me. My relationship with my ama, relationship with my mom, relationship with... Then she said, if I strip away those, what do you have? And I was like, oh my God, crickets. Because very, very early in our coaching sessions, Corinne detected that I'm like a giver, right? Like I kind of define my own worth based on how much help I give other people. And I'm like a problem solver in my family. So everybody bring their problems to me and I don't dare to talk about my own problems. Even when I was suffering my mental meltdown, I didn't tell anyone mm. in my family. I'm, I was that kind, right? So she said, do you know that if Dan is a friend of yours, you are being very mean to this friend. Why do you think that you're being very fair and nice to this? I said, of course, I wouldn't do this to Dan, right? And she said, yeah, that's because you don't have a relationship with yourself. So that was when I started to realize, wow, this thing was missing. Right. And then I started to really um, focus on building my relationship with myself. I started to enjoy being with myself, hanging out with myself, doing things that I like, yeah. finding out what I like, what I didn't enjoy, what drained me, what energized mm. me, what felt like an obligation, but I did it because I thought I should be this, this version of me. Um, and, you know, then things started to shift because in the past, I would laugh at people who would go to watch movies by themselves or dine in a corner of a restaurant, fancy restaurant with a book in their hand. I would look at that and say, Ayo, What's wrong with that? Yeah, I didn't see that. I saw that as a problem <laughs> right. because I, I felt that that was miserable if right. I did it, right? Mm. I was like, si la, why this person nobody no paid? Friends. But then now I've become that person who, wow. Yeah. I would love to have a book in my yes. hand. It's so important. You know, because so I have a it's relationship. like you're your best friend. Now. Yes, and I have a relationship with myself now. And when I have nothing around me, I have nothing. I'm no longer a boss. I'm no longer a son. I'm not a, mm. a, a brother. Mm. Who am I? Mm. I still have got me. I've got my own back. And I think that's really the first step to self-development. Right. right. Building that relationship with ourselves. Right. And also first step to your spirituality. Yes. You know? Yes. You see, when you don't have a relationship with yourself, your life is completely external. Is mm. you've given it to everybody. Mm. Oh, what will my neighbors think of me? What will my friends think of me? Oh, what, what, what. and then mm. when you get get into any situation, oh, it's their fault. It's not my fault. It's their fault. So you're constantly living. And giving away yourself. Yes. You have no self. Yes. But when you start to understand and love yourself, you have no time for other people. Exactly. You don't need to right. get everybody's approval for anything you Exactly. Do. Is it possible to love yourself too much? Narcissists. <laughs> okay. Narcissists is another thing. Yeah. Loving yourself is not selfish you know mm. loving yourself is 
no one can question you. Mm. If you love yourself, it means that this person is so important that what you want to do, you want to do good for the person, right? Mm. But a narcissist is different. A narcissist, <laughs> a narcissist is like he believes or she believes that he or she is the best. Mm. And mm. you can see the person will always point out is the target. They need a target. They need a target, a victim. Okay? Yes. yes. So, and normally people who are very empathic will be the best target for narcissistic oh. people. And narcissistic yes. people, they are attracted to, to empathy. Yep. Yeah, oh. to empaths. Because they can give them their narcissistic supply. The supply, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. It really, uh, exactly. Yeah. So, that is nothing to do with the self-love. Ah. A person, it's important to know. A person with self-love when it comes to a narcissist in front of a, if he if he or she faces a narcissistic mm. person, you will see that nothing much will be happening. Right. Yes, because so, you can draw boundaries. Right. Yes. So mm. it's the empath who mm. is always giving, mm. always depending on the affirmation and approval of another person ah. that the narcissistic person and it's will like a magnet. On. It's like swoop. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, if it's a healthy kind of loving yourself, then yes. you have actually more capacity to love others. Yes. Right. And when you love yourself healthily, and also more capacity to attract love. Mm. Yes, it's a mirroring yes. effect, right? Yes. Yes. Mm. yes. Because when you are in love with yourself, of course, not like every day you go in, you know, <laughs> in love, you know. But if you love yourself, what you would do, you would be so self-sufficient that another mm. person would like to say, "Hey." What's it with this person? Yeah. I want to be like this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not needy or grippy or desperate, no, right? No. And then you have two full people coming together enjoying a full relationship exactly. as individuals. Exactly. Right? And that is the you know, when I say love, love is a very tricky word. Mm. Sometimes the love is so, so, so needy mm. and it becomes a dependent kind of love. Mm. Yeah. And so conditional. Mm. And and you ask yourself, is this the love that I want? Mm. Right? But you cannot you you cannot blame the other person either. Mm. Mm. You have to ask yourself, maybe mm. something about you yourself is not fulfilled. Mm. Oh, okay. That attracted that person into your life. Yeah. Not that not really attracting that person, but that feeds on this kind of Right. Yeah. Like sometimes people say, "Oh, you're so lucky. You have a wife who loves you so much, and she's always doing this for you and that for you and that for you." But you don't know how stifling it can be. Mm. When you love yourself, then you will be like averse to this kind of love. Right. 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 Mm. Because I feel that sometimes when we attract someone, right, it's because that person feels a unhealed part of you. Yes. So it's again a demand and supply kind of yes. thing. That's why two people come together, yes. but it's not healthy actually. Yeah. Mm. That's why when when you have a couple, if one couple is uh, evolved mm. and does work on himself or herself, mm. generally that relationship may not last. Right. Yeah. You have coached so many couples, right, with yeah. relationship struggles and challenges. Um, do you have any tips for people who are like having problems in their relationships? You know, if you have problems in a relationship, the first thing is go check yourself. Mm, how? How? Just go check yourself. Just go and talk to someone. <laughs> talk to go someone. Go join the Xiao Mao, <laughs> you know? Join the Laito Academy. No, yeah. The Laito <laughs> Academy. Talk right. to a th therapist. Mm. Because you need someone externally to tell you. Right. Because if you are running around in this maze mm -hmm. and trying to look for the cheese, mm. maybe you found, but the cheese is already bad. Mm. You know? But if you let someone else help you mm. and go backwards in this maze, mm. you, you can get help. Interesting. My blown. Yeah. Let's spend a little bit of time talking about the Enneagram. Yes, because that's what you love doing these days, and yeah. Also, it's a gem. And also because Enneagram is about internal personal transformation. Mm -hmm. Right. Because okay. at first we think that it's a personal personality test. test and it just tells you who you are, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's not. Yeah, it's but Corinne shared with us something quite uh, mind blowing, which is mm. the whole point of Enneagram is mm. to know where you are and where you want where you can get to, which is to be yes. more evolved. 
Yeah, yes. more all-rounded. Yes, and yeah. you want to have a little bit of everything. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. You want to understand how to move to your healthy self. Right. So for those who don't know what Enneagram is, can you share with us very quickly oh, okay. what is it? So Enneagram is like a, a personality typology, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not like to type you, oh, this is how you are and that's it. For and then self. it's fixed. Yeah, no, no, no. Mm. no. It's, it's not fixed at all. So they type you what's your strongest uh, type, mm-hmm. what you are. And then there will be also other mini tests that I will test my client even from time to time. Because sometimes after three or six months, the the typing changes the mm. number. Mm. Yeah, you can see when the person transforms, mm. you know. And the Enneagram, when, when you are one, for example, you're considered like the perfectionist. Mm. So you say... Um, you're hard on yourself. I mean, when you've done something wrong to someone, you'll be like beating yourself mentally that why did you do that? Or if you couldn't uh, finish a work that you you promised someone that you would do and you start to be very strict with yourself. Mm. And I'm sure all of us, all of us here, we have a friend like this mm. or even ourselves, yes. you know? And and this all this is due to your childhood messages Mm. to you mm-hmm. so like like if you were young and then you you got a parent or the adults telling you like you're not doing your work enough why you know this this is not good enough you have to do it well and you have to you know you have to you have to you have to you must to a child what's going to happen is the child will grow up feeling guilty mm. that the that he or she has to perform yes right yes so these childhood messages will constitute to your typology. Yeah. Like some of us, when we were young, your parents will tell you like, whenever you have something, if your your titi or your meimei wants to have it, you have to give it to them. Mm. Oh, okay. When your cousin comes, if your cousin loves your dolls, you have to give it to, to your cousin. Mm. Okay. What What is the me- childhood message? That you always have to give to people. Yeah. For their happiness is not your happiness. Mm. So chances are they may be a giver, which is a number two. Ah. Okay? Mm. And the list goes on until right. nine. There are nine. It's okay. Not, yeah. Mm. So it's a it's a it's a childhood message that we all come we have we have all grown up with. Mm. And so imagine if you are a one, uh you are a perfectionist and you are together with someone who is just like very easy and going to where the fun is, which is like a seven. Mm. Okay? So what the seven is the enthusiast. So what's going to happen is that the seven will be like waking up in the morning and the, the partner who is number one will say, Darling, what are your plans for today? The number seven will be like, Hello. I just got up. <laughs> and if they don't understand the personality, ah, what there'll be a clash, yes, right? there will be a clash. I see. So, But if a number one or the number seven, this couple has gone to, to learn the energy yeah. about themselves, ah. they will understand that, oh, you are wired this way. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the number one would also understand why the seven is like this. Ah. So number one will move. Mm. Will will understand and not say something like, like I have people come see me. You know, my my partner, everything wants black and white. Everything, everything. <laughs> right, you know, right. Everything she wants to know, like Christmas, where we go now is just Valentine's Day, and want to talk about Christmas. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So when you get into this situation, when you learn the enneagram, it's always very good. And most people, and I use this very much for my therapy work and coaching work mm. Mm. because I believe every one of us must start from where we are yes mm. point A yes mm. before you go anywhere mm. right you need to know where you're po- it's like you plot the GPRS you take grab also you need to have your exactly. current pickup point and the destination you be honest yes. with really looking at who you are la, yes. right you yes. Can't yes. Like, yes have you met anyone who was not able to transform uh no, with time, with time, they will transform. Mm. And uh, there's no, there are nine nine types. There is no one type better than the other. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You all have to know this, that all of us, we are, 
all numbers have the healthy and unhealthy sides, yeah. the subtypes and all. These are all the, the jargons, but when you learn, you will understand. Mm. But we will transform as human beings. Because once your mind is open, okay, like imagine that you, you are used to going to Chinatown yeah. this way, the route. Then now... GPRS tells you like you mm. know you can do this other way yeah. you know, to avoid the traffic jam. Mm-hmm. You can take this route. You, know? <laughs> you learn something, right? And the next time when you want to get mm. to Chinatown, you know that route to take. Right. It's the same. It's the same in everything you do. How you make the bakchang, the popia. You you're used to doing this way, mm. but somebody shows you another way. Yes. Mm-hmm. You learn naturally. Then, yeah. Can a narcissist transform? No. Very difficult. A ah. narcissist, okay, a narcissist for me is is part of a, a mental condition. Right, ah. okay. Yeah. So it's difficult, very difficult. Very difficult. Because yes. they will not be able even to see themselves, right? They can't. Yeah. Corinne, so if, yeah. if someone is has to deal with a narcissist in their life, how should they deal with it? What's the exit strategy if there's one? How? What Ex- to do? Exit strategy. Exit. Exit. <laughs> Really, huh? I've spoken to so many people, they all say exit. Wow. But okay, so my mom is a narcissist, right? Uh, not diagnosed clinically, but we diagnose her <laughs> because she takes all the boxes all these years, right? right. So many, many years, uh, for many years, because all the literature I read also say exit. Yeah. Like this person cannot be in your life if you want to thrive, right? Mm. But then, in the last year, I have thought to myself that like, if I can build myself up, right, I don't need to exit from her life. But I fully accept that she's a narcissist uh, because she she has like been, what's that what's that word? Huh? Like, uh, gaslighting. Not gaslighting. Uh, of course she does that. Yeah. <laughs> but she has been estranged mm. from everyone already. Uh. Everyone in her life, uh, her husband, her kids have all like sort of left her. Mm. So she's living alone. Mm. But then, yeah, so now I'm thinking like, but I don't need to exit her life if I can accept that she's a narcissist. Yes, you can accept. Well, it, it depends on the context. Like right? Accept because her it's antics, your mom, you know, right? accept her gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, so the way to communicate with the narcissist is not to tell the person that he is narcissistic yes, or she is narcissistic. Correct. So the best way to communicate with them is just a one, a one word thing. Mm. Monosyllabic. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. I love you. Okay. Like that. No, that's three syllabus already. Okay. Oh, okay. You know? oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. No. Sure. Mm. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Because wow. you can't go best. against them. No. Oh. And even, you can't tell them. Even if you say something so nice, then that 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 targeting will come. They will find something. Yes. Yes. And they that's when you give them space, uh, opportunity to, to gaslight. It's like you're giving them the enough meat to but we work can with. Tune, but we can learn to tune them out lah, when they're doing that. Because there's good and bad times. Yeah. You can, you know, when they do that, you can, you, you can just, just let them do yeah. it. You don't even need to put it at heart. Correct, correct. If you're going to put your feelings, your emotions in a, a conversation with a narcissistic person, mm. you're wasting your time. Yeah. So maybe this is another kind of exit strategy. Because you is, no longer, you yeah. know, you just let it slide. You don't want the other person yeah. to change law, basically. Uh, correct, right? correct. I think there's a lot of suffering if you want that person to stop being narcissistic. Correct. Because yeah. cannot. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, if you say it's your mother, yeah. it's very difficult to even tell yourself to exit. You know, it's yeah. your mom, you know. A, yeah. Exit as in like, leave her. Yeah, yeah correct. But, but if you're in a narcissistic relationship... Mm, like a romantic yes, relationship. Yes, yes. Yeah. Correct, correct, correct. That is a different thing. Then you have thing. a choice, yeah? yeah otherwise, thing. you go crazy because, yep. because they are not bad, bad, bad. Because they are narcissistic. They have narcissistic traits. Mm-hmm. So they have that sense, the tendency of gaslighting. Mm. And then after they gaslight you, they do everything they can. And then when you are upset or you're angry, they start love bombing you. Mm. you know? Yes. Mm. They start giving you flowers. They... <laughs> You know, and can you imagine a life like this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. roller coaster ride, right? Mm. Yeah, very dramatic. And and when they say they love you, only you know if this is the love you want mm. because it's very very conditional. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, it's conditional on the love that they get back yeah. from you, whatever like what they, they give get from you, you. Yes. Okay, so the question to ask is only you will know if this is the 
kind of love that you want. Yes, because in that love, then you have to be quiet <sighs> when the person is uh, targeting you. Yes, I think that's you're such a good question. To, you're, yeah. you're expected to, to listen, to be quiet. And the narcissist is loving you only because the narcissist want you to give give yeah. the supply back. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's wow. very insidious. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I love that question. Is and narcissists kind of can be very manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. You will constantly get trapped in there. Yeah. You, you know. You you will know that you are in a narcissistic relationship when the, the communication goes and then when the ball is back to your side, you will start to think, Maybe I did something wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's always your fault, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they can manipulate you to the to the point where you start to doubt yourself. Yes. Right? Exactly. And you go yeah. crazy. They are so good mm. at that. Yeah. And but but I love that question that, that you... You see, I'm just repeating over and over again because I really love the question. Is this the kind of love that you want? Yeah. I think that this is not even like uh, applicable only to a narcissistic relationship. I think for anything, anything. any relationship, yes. right? Like you can always ask yourself, check in with yourself over and over again. Is you this can, what you want? Is this the kind of love that you want? Like yeah. if you're yes. struggling in any relationship, it's not working anymore, yeah. or you feel that it's a little bit abusive or tumultuous or draining, exhausting, mm -hmm. no longer lights you up, you can always go back to the fundamental question of asking yourself, is this the kind of love that you want? Yeah. And sit with it. Yes. Oh my God, so much access yes. to that wisdom that you already have, right? Yeah, because you only you know what kind of love you want. I love it's that. It's not about the other person is narcissistic, he's bad, or she's narcissistic, mm -hmm. she's cruel. Mm -hmm. It's you. What do you want? What do you want? Right. Because yeah. when you talk about love, a love relationship, sometimes people who are not evolved, right, they grow up like, like you know, by default, and they have messages from their childhood can be abused. It's, 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 it's the blueprint. Yeah. So when they come across somebody who is kind of abusive, they feel comfortable. Mm. Mm. And then this person who has been abusive or, or grown up in this kind of environment, he may meet a person who is very, very, who, who, who is an empath. Mm -hmm. And the person will think, something wrong with this person. Mm. I think he's weak. Because she's not getting or he's not getting the abuse, the normal abuse. Mm. And in this case, you also have to ask yourself if this is the kind of love I want. Because the, the, the one who has been from a, an abusive background, um, a childhood, will not see the possibility of having a, a good relationship with this empath. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yes, I the blueprint is so different. Right, right. Yeah. It's like the blueprint is the, the baseline is an abusive relationship, right? Yes. That's what that person knows. Yes. So when that person has an opportunity to get in touch with a normal, healthy relationship, it is not part of that narrative that the person understands. Yeah. So it, it brings up a lot of discomfort. Yes. So that person Strangely, will, yeah. will sabotage, will, yeah. will do something to create yes. and change the environment, the circumstance, until yeah. it fits the narrative, yeah. which is an abusive relationship. Yeah, but not all is lost because this mm. couple can go for therapy. Yes, that's why mm. therapy know, is so once powerful. Once you go therapy and then you have a self, you understand yourself. Mm. Yeah, and then you can Correct. you can then say, do I want to continue? Mm. Like with a narcissistic person, it's different. When you go for therapy and you found out that it is narcissistic, mm. the narcissistic person will not change mm. because he needs or she needs that to 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 survive. You know. Mm. How any other? Yes, I have. Like, um, I have this card game here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a very fun card game, and this is a like a whole deck of questions. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be the new thing that we do with our guests. We're going to get get you to pick a card. Can yeah? Can you take it truth out for me? How I help you? No, it's not true for that. <laughs> it's just amazing conversation starters, okay. and okay. it's going to be like we're just going to get you to pick a card, and then and then we can get you to answer the questions. So we're going to shuffle. So should Corinne say stop? No, no. I'm just oh. going to fan it out and then she can she can pick. So oh, many okay. questions. Okay. I just pick one. Huh? Yeah, pick one first and then see if you can, you want, you can answer okay. that. What's the question? Maybe you can read to us. What is the biggest change you have experienced in life? Yeah. Oh. What is the biggest change you have experienced nice. in life? I can't answer that question. Okay. Because my life is like... Full of changes. Yeah. What? Change for me is like second name wow. second nature wow. I cannot have no change because I'm so used to like it like your hair colour 
Oh yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. yeah. Every my month, hair different color, color. style. Always everything. changing, ever changing. Yeah. Is that why yeah. you moved out of Singapore? No, <laughs> I, I I also don't do things because of something. I okay. just do things because I want to you do. Feel it. like it. it. Yeah. Mm. So I can't really answer that. Question. Do you think your rate of change, like being a chameleon, pretty much, right, um, has slowed down or increased as you age, or you are quite constant? I have a feeling increase. Increasing, <laughs> huh? Because I am so free now. Right. Yeah? No more four little ones hanging You can do whatever around. the F you want. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now I only have two small ones, my grandchildren. You play, <laughs> you finish, you can give back. Right. Not, not your responsibility. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? Very good, right? right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> pick another, okay, pick another yeah. one. This one. The top one. Okay, what is it? What is your greatest strength? Yes. So oh. many. I got so many. Because <laughs> it's always like I got so many greatest strengths. No, no greatest. I cannot answer anything like the best, greatest, uh, f- fattest. You oh, know? okay, okay. She yeah. cannot answer oh, this she kind. Oh, okay, this yeah, kind. This Very good. Three of your strengths. Nah. You don't need to give oh, us the okay, greatest. Okay, three, three yeah. strengths. I'm very patient. Mm. 95% of the time. Five, <laughs> 5% of the time is impatient with Towards my kids. Towards kids, yes. <laughs> so I would say I'm very patient mm. and I'm very understanding understanding as in like I, I hear people out yeah yeah like yeah. I, I was telling you earlier on that if a person tells me that I have done I have committed a sin yes I would not think that the person is bad 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 yeah no I judgment would always yeah. believe that mm. yeah I was I will always believe that that is the best he or she could do at that moment. Yes, mm. no judgment. Okay? Very so good. So I, I try my best always not to judge because right. if I judge, then I give myself unhappiness. Yes. yes. So I don't judge. Okay? Yes. I am like my cat, just I mind my own business. <laughs> and, and what's going? Ha- what's happening to you is really you. Go right. Take I care really of felt your your amazing sense of um, capacity to understand when I was uh, going through our time together. Thank you know, you. I really felt that. Thank you. Yeah. And then uh, another strength, like yeah. the strength that I always love to have is that I accept everybody as how they are. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> so good. I love it. Okay, another card, another card. Okay. So fun. We could do this whole day. Yeah, she, she answered the whole deck. Yeah, yeah. If, so if, if I can Just do don't give her the greatest, best, <laughs> most. No wild card. Oh, no, no, no. Cannot. How come? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're wild. Yeah, because I'm wild. What is the most valuable most thing you have learned? Okay. Most valuable. Okay. Uh, that one I can, this one I can answer. Okay. Okay. I have learned that it's okay that you are leading the life as how you want. There's no bad, no good, no ugly, nothing. As long as you learn a lesson each time. Wow! <laughs> I love that! Yeah. Woo! I love this advice. Yeah. Give her one more cut. <laughs> I think we should just continue. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a um, rapid fire round. What do you enjoy doing the most? Mm. Eating. Eating. Oh. <laughs> no wonder she's very excited just now about the team sum. Yes, the thing the tua pao. She yeah. was like, yeah, the tua pao. Okay. No, okay. I, I oh, well, seriously, I enjoy, enjoy talking. Eating. I just, I oh. enjoy talking to people, sharing stories. Oh. Yeah. What is the best advice you have received? Ah, oh. Wow. Also very hard. Eh? Okay, it's no, no, not hard. Not hard. Throughout my life, okay, mm, mm. I've always been very sensitive mm. when I was growing up. Mm. If someone says something to me that hurts me, I get very sensitive. Mm. And I have been told so many times by older generation people and my late parents-in-law told me, you have to be very careful about being sensitive because your sensitivity gives you pride and the pride yes. will kill you. Yes. Your sensitivity gives you pride and pride will kill you. Oh my yeah, it, God! It, it perpetuates their pride, you know? Oh my God, it's the ego, right? Yes. The sensitivity is actually yeah. feeding the ego. Yes. Yes. It will it's kill feeding, you. Yes. And, oh. and the and more sensitive... The yeah. yeah, the more sensitive you are, you're going to believe that the other person is bad. Mm. Yes. So who is going to feel the pain? Mm. You yourself. You yourself. Correct. Yes. I love it. Come on, let's yes. do more. <laughs> so juicy. Then I remember that very well. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What is a goal you are working towards? Mm. Mm. Do you have any goals? Wow, she's pondering. No. 
No goals. No goals. I tell you Goalless. why. Okay. okay, tell us why. Tell I tell us. you because I'm. I I feel. I honestly feel that my life now is mm. so fulfilled. Yeah. So fulfilled and in abundance. Yeah. And I just want to make good of this abundance. I don't care what good will come out of it and what whatever, but I'm happy. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm happy. I have this this um this thing in my life, almost a motto that I share with my clients. Ask yourself this question: What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Yeah. So, would you say that your life really is about sharing your abundance now? Yeah. Because you're so abundant, yes. you just want to share more. Yes. And like, pay it forward. Like, like I can't help people in math, in geography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I can help people with affairs of the heart themselves. Yeah. yeah. yeah like the relationships they have with themselves. Right. And your stories and, and your sharing. Yeah. yeah. And like coming onto a podcast, also spreading good word, yeah. you know, sharing oh your stories. This podcast will be very, very precious to yes. a lot of people. It's like a therapy session. Correct. And it's going to be our, one of our <laughs> most popular Seriously. episodes, I tell you. They're all waiting. <laughs> more, more, more. Which story in your life do you enjoy retelling? Oh, yes. Oh. oh. My, my school days when I was like labeled notorious every every term you know uh-huh. they're like uh, she's capable of better work mm. she's talkative and she's notorious mm. because today i look back this person didn't do quite badly mm. so mm. okay last so one so i'm very okay. proud yeah. even my kids always told me my daughter charlotte always asked me uh-huh. mommy mommy tell me all the naughty stories you yeah. did in school yeah. because she was an angel <laughs> What, was what was a hard-learned lesson from your life? Oh. A hard-learned lesson, I will tell you, it's my being so overly sensitive. Because when I was overly sensitive, I brought so much of pain and anger to myself mm. that now I look back, I will tell myself, you know, you don't have to be sensitive. Even now, my life, sometimes some things may happen in my life that that I get sensitive about. Mm. And I stop myself and I say, think about it. Do you want to take over the problem of another person? Mm. Right. So if the person says something to you and you are sensitive about what you heard, you are starting a new problem yourself about the other person having said what he has or she has said. Mm. But if you would have let that go, Mm-hmm. what the person has done, what he has said, and you just go on your way to your life doing whatever you want to do. Go see Dan for the podcast or whatever and not to let it stay in you. Nothing perpetuates this bad feeling. Mm. You know what? It's gone. Mm. Mm. It's like when someone criticizes you or says something, just let it slide. Yeah, don't yeah. even... You know what? Just say, oh... Well, yeah, you're thank right. you. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Just do that. And sometimes because we are also we try our best to be the best version of us of ourselves, right? Mm. So we tend to to apologize. We tend to say, "Oh, I'm sorry." No. <laughs> Never apologize for what you are. Mm. Your authenticity. Mm. Your, you have to have this belief in yourself. Never apologize. You apologize only you when you need to apologize. Don't anyhow or oh, how everything this sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry this, sorry that, right? Because the sorry this, sorry that also spiritually w- would rob you of yourself, uh, power, your, is your, it? yeah, your auto- autonomy. Mm. Because you your being would believe that you are like always sorry, you know. Yeah, I think the vibration in your body will always yeah. be low, right? Yeah. You keep sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right. Apologize when it's necessary and you have yeah. done something wrong. Yeah, yeah. But then I think don't make it a habit to. Oh, this one was sorry. That one was sorry. Yeah. Mm. So I have a client that asked me. Oh, now I use my bed. I say, okay. If you think that is different, I can't oh, stop you. My mm. bed. My bed is as as mm. as bad, right? Oh, so, oh, my bed. Oh, my bed. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh. Okay. So only say sorry if you really did something wrong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think some people make it a habit. Don't just to say sorry just to appease the correct. person. Correct. Hey, 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 I'm sorry, huh? This is uh, don't don't oh, like be apologetic about yeah. everything. Yes. I sorry used for to be like this. Time. Yeah. No, I used to be like this. Hey, sorry. Can I? Uh, can you help me something? Uh, yeah. You know. Yes. 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 Hey, sorry. I, can I ask you a question? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ah. And I I learned. The hard way, and I kept telling myself, "No, no, you're not sorry." Mm. It's and it's made me 
so-called better person mm. because I have lesser negativity coming to me. Mm. Mm. And you're mm. not diminishing yourself each time you ask for something. You know what I mean? Right. I would rather say, hey, thank you. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> is that thank okay? you. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Can I? Yeah. <laughs> Gratitude is thank, thank you. Thank you in advance. Yeah. It's, don't you think you feel much better? <laughs> yeah, right? it's a plus. It's not a minus. Oh, not, sorry, nice. I can ask you a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, thank you. Uh, can I ask you a question? Okay. Right, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Better next time. Just swap the sorry yeah. with yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. Power so, of words. So yeah. thank you, Corey, for answering thank so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for giving oh, us a very yes. long podcast episode. Oh my goodness. Oh. Corinne, we can talk to you for hours and, and we you haven't even shared all the stories. It's just a tip of the iceberg. But if any any of our listeners would love to work with you and get in touch with you. And I think that you should because she's the legendary K. Uh, how can they get in touch with you? Like, do you have a website or a way that they can follow you, get in touch with you? Yes, I'm on Facebook mm-hmm. under Counseling Care Singapore. Counseling with an L. Right. C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. Mm-hmm. Care Singapore. And you can go to my website. I mm-hmm. know uh, my, my Facebook. Mm. And uh, if you have anything to ask me, just write to me. Mm. If you, it, well, in, in Singapore, it's still kind of a taboo, which I hope that it would not be a taboo anymore because in many other countries, you know, it is a part of life to have therapy and mm. coaching. Mm. So uh, send me a DM or something, yeah. you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Or, or if you guys want to get in touch with Corinne, you can also DM us and I'll yes. gladly share yes. Corinne's contact with yes. you. Yeah. And um, so if you listen to today's episode and you gained a lot, right? Mm. Let us know also so that we can pass your compliments back to Corinne <laughs> yeah. so that she can know the impact that she's made. On and you. to the Xiaomaos who are in the academy, we will arrange something separately with yes, uh, for sure to come and mm. maybe share more Enneagram hot tips with us, conduct or a even workshop. Li- life coaching. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. It could be very powerful, right? Yes, yeah. we can actually wow. do a relationship coaching, maybe uh, whatever. They can bring whatever questions they have to a yes. Korean session. So for once, I don't have to coach. <laughs> yeah. They can throw all the questions at you yes. and then uh, it would be wonderful. Yeah, we can do That'd that. Be um, I'm leaving on the 15th of November uh-huh. and mm. so if you want to Still have another time. time to like have questions from the floor that kind of thing yeah. or yes. even if it's after that I, I'm accessible on Zoom yeah it'll yes. all be virtual yes. anyway so yes. it doesn't matter where you yes. are right I know isn't it yes no, so yeah. beautiful yeah. <sighs> yeah okay so one last question which okay. is if you can write one message and leave one message behind on a big billboard for the world to see what will that message be love yourself <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, awesome. Corinne. Thanks. Do you, do you have songs? Uh, yes, actually, the song that uh, I've chosen is uh, Kanashimi Yo Konnichiwa, which is the Laito remix that we did. Okay, okay. And I chose that song because I was thinking, um, we actually, we actually should have asked a, a K to choose a song, but I was thinking if she didn't, then this is the song that I think is beautiful because mm. this is what Corinne taught me. Okay. And this is what was transformational for me. Remembering that journal entry that I did with all my problems mm-hmm. on the two pages and I put smiley stickers next mm-hmm. to them and I started off being so sceptical and then when I look back at all these problems right now, I have overcome them. They have become transformative experiences for me and because of that, I've evolved into a higher self. So this song is uh, called uh, Kanashimi Yo Konnichiwa. It's called Hello Sadness oh, and it's nice. a song about welcoming and leaning into the negative, in air quotes, emotions that we're so afraid to lean into. Mm. And if we can open up our hearts and lean into the spectrum and the range of human emotions that's available to us, that is truly what it means to be alive. Wow. Yes, we have to befriend our emotions. Befriend. Hello, sadness. We hope you Hello, enjoyed sadness. this amazing conversation. I have a song with also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, come. So I chose a song based on what I... Think Corinne really brings to us, you know, mm. like so. The song's title is called "Wake Up." Ooh. It's by Depa Pepe. So Ooh, I love yeah, that. So they are guitar, guitarists, yeah. guitarists, right? Oh, and I think yeah. It. So thank you for reminding us to thank wake you. up to yes. each moment. I love it. Don't live yes. in the past. Don't live yes. in the future. Uh, yes. Thank I you so it. much. Thank you, Kay. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for having me here. I love you. Here. I love you, you so all. much, Kay. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> and don't worry, you will hear more, see more of Corinne yes. in, in many different ways. Yeah, we'll talk to you again in two okay. weeks' time. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.
Okay, Siamals. By now, you must have had so much that you have learned from our podcast today. Yeah. And before I say goodbye to all of you, well, a temporary goodbye. I would like you to put your hands to your heart, have a beautiful smile, and say to yourself, "I love myself." This is where all life start from. Just loving yourself and believing in yourself. I love you all. Thank you.